We're going to see blackness. And it's going to be a flicker. Flicker of white neon. And then kind of like those old like gymnasium lights, like they're just like lights are just gonna flicker on and you see the white neon surrounding the recreation room of the Oliphant kind of light up. Um, and it's this kind of cool half dome kind of room. There's couches, loungewear, probably popcorn machine, definitely the Mark II uh, uh, air fryer in the corner up here. Um, <laughs> But we're gonna see a bobbing, a little trotting Terica uh, leading the group into this recreational room. Um, and again, she stands probably about a foot and a half shorter than the rest of you all in her little spacesuit. She's gonna unclick her helmet um, as she uh, can breathe now the fresh uh, uh, recycled air in the Olivant. Um, <laughs> and she sits down in one of the seats in the recreation suite and she uh, begins running her fingers through the fur on her head and she just says so you're telling me that you're planning on going after Sinjin and after the stunt that you just pulled uh, like like listen I'm I'm all ears I really am I want to support you all in any endeavor that you all believe is best but I what I won't do is let you get yourself killed because emotions are running high do you have a plan at all? And, and what's this about Tanala, Ersan, your mother? Did, yeah, did Terika not know that my mom was sick? Did I not tell her that? I don't think I did, but I just didn't realize that I did, you know? The last thing um, that she knows is mm -hmm. that you left in secret. Your family left in secret. So yeah. she hasn't had much time unless you guys have talked off air uh, to kind of no, know no, what's totally going right. on. Um... She's, um, she's sick. She's very sick. There isn't much time. Sinjin knows something. I have some loose instructions from my father on how to heal her and, um, well, we don't have much time. That is what I will say. She says, oh, I had no idea. Tanala's an amazing woman, and I think that's a fine thing to do. Um, is is it, if this is something that you all want to do, I think this is this is great. Do you have any leads or where to start? You mentioned loose instructions or something. She kind of is. Uh, I mean, do you pull out like your list that you have? Yeah. Um. And and just you know walk her through as much as I can. Like these are the clues are the types of things that my father said like well if you get these kinds of things maybe we can do something with this or if you can like figure right. out what this is you know right um because it like my understanding i guess of what my of what ursad's father gave him uh is like uh because yeah, like uh, as far as he like actually knows like i don't know if i can hear this but if there is a way, like it's gonna be one of these things, or right. it's gonna be like so if someone's figured out something like this, that would change this. And so it's like a, you just need to get as much of this as you can and bring it back, and right. then we'll see if it works. Yeah, that's exactly right. So yeah, this mm -hmm. list is a list of potentials and things that weren't necessarily available where your father and mother located. Um, yeah, 
but it's it's and it's a bunch of maybes. You're exactly right. Like it's a bunch of like. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of where I think, you mm -hmm. know, something could could come from. And as you pull out the list, Terika kind of looks over, and it's this this pretty extensive list of biological, um, you know, fauna, flora, um, and she says, uh, 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 "This is a pretty long laundry list of." biological marvels you got here but um i don't i don't know where we can get any thorns from a vampire rose or uh, uh phycomid spores but i mean i can start researching absolutely and she's kind of combing through the list it, it's those act my, my understanding also so correct me if i'm wrong this is sinjin learned about what was going on and seemed to understand what was going on with my mom and know exactly how to fix it. Or that's what he was implying, at least. Okay, Is that correct? so you are you are talking about two different things. You have a list from your father, and then yes. the Sinjin had a cure, and you won it. Yes. Okay. All right. And so, so was, was Sinjin saying, I guess, like, my understanding, and I guess I'm, I'm asking for clarification now. Right. Was Sinjin like, I know some of the things you're looking for, and I have them? Or Sinjin was like, oh, no, I know what's going on with your mom, and I know how to fix it. Yeah, great question. That was something I think that we did address back when you received the message from him. And it sounds mm -hmm. like there was a group of people that's like the need to know knew about it. Like the the elite that could afford to know knew about okay. it. So like there like there is something out there. And this is all just based off of what he said. He never uh, presented anything to you. We don't have any proof that it worked, but his okay. his uh, his sell to you was that there is a cure. There's only a few, and I have one. And if you do okay. what I say, you gotcha. can have it. Which also maybe implies that what's going on with Ursan's mom is not as uh, localized or unique a situation as maybe Ursan would have thought. But it still seems um, uncommon. Yeah. Or at least kept quiet. Yeah. Uh, Terika, um... We're not going after Sinjin for any form of revenge necessarily, although I'm sure all of us want some. He's got some information about cure for Ursan's mom, isn't that right, Ursan? <laughs> well, that is what he said, at least. There are many things going on I do not understand, but Sinjin claims to understand them himself and can help. And, um... I don't think I can get his help willingly. So I must take it by force. As pressed as we are for time, I'm gonna need some time to do some digging. I'm sure you can also, Terika. I don't I don't wanna put us in any danger, but Ursan's mother needs help and Well, frankly, I'd like to see Sinjin one more time, but that's just selfish, so Right. No, I, I understand. Dark Star, I, I'll, I'll say this. If there is something out there, this cure that Sinjin was talking about, uh, locating it, 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 locating something like that is going to be harder than finding a needle in the middle of a hay galaxy. Uh, we need to find connections. Um, maybe... Maybe somebody underground that would be willing to bargain for at least the knowledge, the confirmation, maybe, that 
that it is out there, that it is real. I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. As you guys meet um, people, maybe on various jobs we're doing, it's not a bad idea to ask for, for help or histories uh, that these people may, may know. Because I, I don't know, and it sounds like none of us know. We don't have truth. We have a testimony of a man who lied to you. Beep boop. So. We're just going to ignore Hey Galaxy. It's in it's it it's far it's not near space. She doesn't go to the school. What is, <laughs> what, what is Hey? She doesn't I've, go to the school. I've never seen Hey before. They don't have Hey on my home world. Are there like That's not a lot of needles? There's there? absolutely Hey on uh what's what's the name of your home planet? What's the big Lashunta planet? We started there. I'm so cringe. That's like a beautiful, lustrous, like, forests and magnificent cities. Like, there's hay there. You fool with me, don't you pull my tail? Dark star. It's like hay in a needle galaxy. <laughs> like finding a piece of hay in a needle galaxy is probably right, more like people, it. Now that that makes a lot more. of sense. That makes sense. Why, but, okay, I'll say this. Why? Why, why are we wanting to... I understand that there's there's avenues and, and we want to know what's going on with Sinjin, but to go directly after him for an answer, why? So you can die and then I have to scrape you up off a steel floor or sweep your ashes into a dustpan? Look, it's personal you're, now. You're no good to anyone dead. If Sinjin is powerful as he says he is, I just fear that he won't pull any punches if you take the fight to him right now. I hate to admit it, but Derek is right. We need to be safe. Look, if Sinjin wants to find us, if Sinjin wants to find the Oliphant, he will eventually find us. And the more time we have to prepare, the better. And honestly, it's kind of, it's kind of inevitable. Sinjin will find us or we will find him eventually. I guess we're better off looking for underground ties to to this mysterious medicine, like Terika was saying. Now, Joni, it is personal. I want to fight Sinjin just as much as the the next one of you, maybe even a little bit more. But we've got to be realistic. Beep That's all boop. I'm saying. So, do we know what the disease is? Because I'm thinking that. If we can find something about the disease and maybe find some news of somebody who's had these same symptoms and is healed from it because they're wealthy, then we can start with knocking that punk's door in and getting some answers. That's a good point. I didn't think of yeah. it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beep boop. PP11 is sometimes smart. <laughs> as far as you guys know, as far as the story goes, it was some sort of accident that happened on Absalom Station. And it was a lot of scientists that were infected. Like, like their team was exposed to something. And uh, it's been attacking. A lot of people have died from it. And it's been attacking, like, their constitution. Like, it's slowly, like, draining their life force and the reason that ursan's mom hasn't passed yet is because she's just got a better constitution than like humans and mm -hmm. um 
It's like asbestos so poisoning. In, it happened here on Absalom Station. Right. This, like, it happened in a like science Wait, okay. facility. So if it, how many? How there? many? If it happened on Absalom Station and people died, two things. One, there's probably people who, who are still living here. But two, there were also probably necrophages harvested from the accident. Mm. And we're going to talk to one of the necrophage also, boss people. So I'm just saying they might have some leads for us too. Mm. Terika would... Oh, go ahead, Chance. If you had something to say, go for it. No, that's... I mean, that's essentially what I was going to say. I, If it happened here in Absalom Station, I just want to know how long ago that was. Because in, in this fantasy sci-fi, like, if it was like... I don't know how long elevated bears live and you know Ascended. what I'm saying like I don't know what the time period like if it was like a year uplifted. ago uplifted. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what, is it, isn't, I it isn't uplifted isn't that a elevated thing? ascended uplifted I think it's called no, it's, it's, it's the uplifted bear that like it's, it's title is bear parentheses uplifted that is the name of I the feel like it should be ascended of, did I say it right? No, it's a. It's did I say a, it right? Said ascended, I, but I do. I said ascended. I said ascended. I said elevated. No, you said, you said elevated. Elevated, elevated bears. It's I the same said, thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's I fine. said ascended. They, they live about as long as people. And I think like humans. that the answer should be ascended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, elevated. I mean, uh, uh, Silas, how long ago? Right? You were did a that kid. Happen? What the hell does um, Yeah, let me look at. Sounds like exactly. He's like, sounds like it's about twenty years ago that this accident mm -hmm. happened. Okay. It was this Regarding like a, what? Was this like a big deal? Like, are people like, are there signs along Absalom Station on like the twentieth anniversary that says remembering? You know, it was all kept very. I mean, as far as Urson knows, because his family fled and other people fled too. It's not just his family; like a, a group of them all fled mm. to where Urson lives. Um, so they have like a small like village. Um. Oh, and, so your uh, your mom was in Absalom Station when it all went down. Yes, okay. and all Urson knows is there was commotion, like something colony, bad happened, and all of them uh, evacuated. And um, and Urson now realizing that he was never told anything more than that. Um, mm. kind of now, right. and like why wasn't you know I know so he's definitely questioning things overall in. In a lot of different ways, but that's one of them. Is why was, why was he never told exactly what happened? Like why, yeah. There's a what there, there's a lot of kept. mystery around it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do we start with the necrophage guy? Here, here is the uh, like the background that we have. Ursan's father got mm -hmm. mad and slashed somebody. That, that is also, the reason that you too. left, yeah, yeah. right? It, that was the fleeing. It wasn't because of the accident, but that was the reason, as far as you're concerned, that you left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't know uh, what but other people left about. too. It wasn't just your yes. son's family. And that's right. important as well. Right. Yeah. So it, clearly, it, it was something bigger than just probably that. bigger than just the the backlash. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe that was because of the haste. You know, that was the haste of them leaving. Yeah. Um, but yeah you you realize Erson, you're putting this together you don't know dick you don't know what happened mm -hmm. you don't know the backlash the fallout you We've don't gotta know find if there's exactly if there's like if there's like like new osha regulations came out because of this you don't know anything mm -hmm. um, yeah you haven't really looked into it yeah or wouldn't even know how to ask, like like wouldn't even know how to ask questions about it mm -hmm. you know he's just like hey mm -hmm. that thing that happened on Absalom station 20 years ago what? Yeah, like that doesn't mean anything to anyone, right. probably. Um, mm -hmm. So it's been yeah. 20 years. Mm -hmm. About. Wow. 
you got yeah. a you got a tanky mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, the mom. sickness no part has been like more recent. Like she hasn't been sick the whole time. Like it, it's been it, a slow. Yes. Yeah. It has um, been. It, it is a exactly like it's it's like. Um, it's like a delayed onset. Like uh, oh, it's like a, yeah. it's like um, Chernobyl. Like cancer. It's like. Yeah, you're like working on something, yeah. and then everyone gets kind of infected, and then like over time, it's, it's like radiation. Oh, all of these asbestos killed us. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. If you or a loved one has suffered from mesothelioma due to <laughs> right. right, and it has been like recently, it has gotten more and more bad. So Ursan's mom is like catatonic now. Yeah, Oof. like she not can't, not in um, good stages. Yeah, and it's like definitely. I mean, there's still like some time, but no one knows how much. I like the I like the necrophage idea. I like the idea of questioning the necrophage guy, not using necrophages right. to to heal her unless I'm missing. Yeah. Oh, you mean like as a contact? No, right, yeah, right, right, like, using him. Yeah, like Ronnie was saying, because if people died, they probably made they probably yeah. made necrophage phages from those dead people, and mm -hmm. just to like like organ harvesters right and right, right. maybe they know who some rich person that lived and we go to that person right i, I the like, per, i'm trying to find the people that live the people that are wealthy enough to have uh an idea of the cure yeah zach also i in, think in my spare time i want to do a little bit of digging on the computer I want to check see my if dating I can find profile. Any information about 20 years ago, but that could be okay. in between when yeah. we're going to the next thing. So, chance what yeah. we can say. I think that's awesome. Um, I I think Joni. I mean, we're we've been talking a lot in character, out of character, but I think Joni, regarding what Darkstar said about like wanting to get even with uh, Senjin, and then th it's like smarter to kind of stay away at the moment. I think Joni is right now. She's like, I've been burned and like, like no one, no one fucks with us and gets away with it kind of thing as how she's always kind of ran. And, but she's also smart and she really respects a good plan. And so I think right now she hears what Darkstar says and says, well, if we're not, if we're not going to go after him. If he really can outman and outgun us, then we need to get stronger. Mm -hmm. And if taking this job, Terika, if they're offering a lot of BP to buff up this ship, the way I see it, this Oliphant, it's our biggest asset. And it's what Sinjin wants. So if we can do this job, get in and out, get some information about necrographs, beef up this ship, make it stronger. I think we do that as fast as we can, and then we might stand a better chance against him when he eventually finds us. Beep boop. I want you to remember, Joni, that you said in and out and as fast as we can. When shit hits the fan, remember that. This ain't a moral situation. Let's not get involved in another rebellion. I'm still pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. He's right. Look, Joni, we've had our disagreements in the past, and I'm with you. We need to get our money up, not our funny up. <laughs> we gotta bolster the ship. 
go to jail. <laughs> go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna be honest with you all. I'm gonna need you to keep me in check too. Right now, I can see the sensibility of not holding on to a lot of anger and rage. But when I come face to face with Sinjin again, I don't know how much I'm gonna be able to hold back. <laughs> Old friends really know how to get under your skin. PP11 tickles Dark Star. <laughs> <laughs> what? Jump there! Beep boop, I'm under your skin. <laughs> Beep boop. <laughs> All right, let's let's, let's do go. it. Where, right. where are we? Tarek yeah. uh, kind of hears the plan. She says, "Okay, no, that's perfect. I think that's a good plan for now. Um, you're gonna want to go to the down low." Um, here's some instructions, and she's gonna like pass over the data pad with, and like you know, do the like credit card tap where she exchanges kind of a map to get there. Um, and she but, says again, you're looking for Risha. She's the broker for the necrophages. Once you have the necrophages in hand, we'll load up the oliphant and and receive the info to where they're to be delivered. Um, is the download a place? download is a place yeah okay. it's all one word um was you're this on this like side 2007 of 2007 or something like, come on right uh you are on this side of absalom station to where it's not that far of a walk um and you would assume that once you make contact and get everything kind of situated uh there'll be a loading dock over there you guys can just take the olifant load up your amazon truck and uh get out of here um so we're good to head out Yes. Okay. Tarek says, mm -hmm. I'm, I'll stay back and make sure that uh, everything stays ship shape here. Um, I actually need to go talk to uh, the dock master here uh, as well. Uh, and she hops out of the chair, throws on her um, space suit, and you guys will need to do the same uh, at least until you get to like the actual like semi-translucent mm -hmm. vac. There's a place you would know. This is common knowledge that there's a place where you can actually like store your gear, so you don't have to like walk into town wearing spacesuits or anything. Um, but uh, she's gonna walk back out, and as you guys are kind of trailing her, following her, um, you're gonna pass the wreck of um, the Harlequin's prayer. Um, Joni, go ahead and give me a engineer's check. Gonna be a seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So again, this ship, as you are walking by, one thing that I think I think Joni was fascinated by it, or maybe it was PP eleven. Um, but this is one of the. It has like a very powerful drift engine. That's where all of these corpses kind of exploded, and a lot of people died, and they took the bodies to go make necrophages. Um, but uh, Joni, as you're walking by. Um, you notice uh, that the actual, uh, you see, kind of like Tarek had mentioned, you see where the drift engine would have been. Now it's gone. She had mentioned that it had been taken. Uh, it had been like mm -hmm. stolen out of the actual ship. Um, and you notice uh, just in passing, 
that the explosion um, that took out this ship uh, doesn't look quite right. Mm. And you don't have you don't have really enough right now uh, to like kind of figure out why you'd probably need to look it over for a little bit more time and maybe even consult people that are like more skilled than you are at stuff like this. Uh, but I don't think it's enough to make you stop, but it's enough to make you okay. think about it uh, okay. as as you guys head out. And mm -hmm. um, something making, doesn't feel right about it. Making necrophages is illegal, right? Uh, so harvesting necrophages is legal. Necrographs, the actual implementation in, I think, the pack worlds, illegal. Like, so I don't what, think you can do it here. What else would you do with necrographs? But that part's not illegal. It, it, it's there's a difference between like taking the organs and then like you know giving somebody a new pair of lungs, which would be like uh, the actual versus graph, making versus some kind of product, mutating them to be like kind of its own thing and, and specialization with like some potential harsh negative side effects. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's the difference between like the hospital taking organs Correct. for organ donating versus some random organ harvesting and then somebody business. adding like several valves to a heart because uh -huh. it's going to make you run faster you know like yeah it's it's kind of the risks are too high here so whoever's receiving these you would you would you would expect unless it's a very you know elite hospital somewhere nearby uh is going to be somebody who's going to use these for something like that right most people that get involved with kind of contracty, mm -hmm. uh, you know, underground handlers uh, will not have the purest intentions in mind. So we are doing something sketch. Uh, per usual, yeah. Per usual sketch. Yeah. Don't get. And it's not over. bad to sniff it out. I mean, it's not bad to try to like to, to understand what you're getting into, right? I don't want you going into this blind and doing something that you guys don't want to do. Um, oh, I wouldn't. But do there's not oh, enough information, here. truly, right now, to know. I just what's found going something on. that I think might help. It says this is a culture of necrographs, and it says for those low on funds, some bone sages and corporations on Eox are willing to defer the cost of travel to Eox and augmentation for any client who signs a corpse lease agreement. Oh. Whenever, whenever the recipient dies before paying off the costs associated with travel and augmentation, the leasing eoxy group owns the patient's body, which it then uses to create undead servitors or more necrographs. And again, you guys, I think, even mentioned to Terika, like, hey, that's kind of fucked, right? Uh, and she's like, absolutely. Like, I'm not here to say that it's not, but it's practical. Like, as of right now, this is an accident that happened on this ship. A bunch of people died, and they're just going to go to waste, or organ, do they can organ be donors, yeah. Our next job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because, and she, she kind of also justifies it by saying, if it's not us, it's somebody else, you know? Like, mm -hmm. this is going to happen whether yeah, we're involved yeah. or not. Oh, it's like not like, I mean, I, I'm sure mm -hmm. most of those people didn't consent to being turned into necrophages. I, I don't think it's that kind of situation, which. Which sucks, but like Zach said, it's like that's just kind of the way that this works, and somebody's gonna harvest them, so you know. Yeah, why not us? Right. That's what we do. 
hey, this is what we do. I'm a merc and a We're heroes. Cleaners. (laughs) We're cleaners. Yeah. Uh, Are we heading out? I'd say Ursan would not normally take something like this if it wasn't so important Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think think Joni is in the same boat. She's like, this is whack, but like right now we have a goal in mind and this is a very fast way to get ahead. Right. And there's only so many jobs. There's only so many jobs like a random crew with a ship yeah. can do. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think the big thing is it's not hurting someone living, right? Right. It's more of just like kind of gross. Right, right, right. And yeah. okay. And this is kind of like this is judgy in its own right, but this is like a liner. Like this is like a cruise liner. This is like bourgeoisie that blew up. Like mm. yeah. Uh, yeah. This is like elites, you know, that Oh, so that's what had you an mean unfortunate by it, accident. Like, when it it, it blew up. Ooh. Which, yeah, that's, I didn't even think about that, but like, what if someone sabotaged it to blow it up to then gather the next? Well, that's what originally right? I thought, but if it's like a bourgeoisie thing, there could be important people that they're just trying to uh, take yeah. out. Yeah. Never know. All, All right, right. I'm excited. Let's, let's, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. All right. You guys are going to walk down. Um, you're going to walk uh, following this GPS map uh, through the down low. You guys notice as you get closer that the road gets a little bit tighter. The sky gets a bit darker. The natural light around town gets a bit darker. You're starting to pass people. Eh, they don't look, I wouldn't, uh, the vibe that I'm feeling is not, it's not uh, scary per se. It's not like you feel like, you know, you're going to a part of town that's a little bit more dangerous. You see just strange people wearing strange things. There's lots of like lighting augmented into people's arms and like gems that are lit up on like jaw lines. And the neon in this part of the city burns brighter than anywhere else. Or in the cool part um, of town. And yeah, there's people off in the corner talking uh, like throughout alleys and stuff that are just like smoking on their e-cigs and uh, watching you guys go through. But it's not it's you don't feel threatened. You feel like you're just going into kind of a more up up and up party, maybe part of the town. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, everybody looks very cool, Joni, to you. You're like, these people Mm -hmm. people are freaking sick. Lots of piercings. Um, some bionics fuck. that are like it, like uh, designed. You, you see a um, a human that's like got a, a bionic arm. It's like bright pink um, with like some black screws and bolts on her hand. Um, and you guys get to the end of your destination. You round a corner and you see it. Patrons alive, dead, and somewhere in between. In your host. You see the Revenant's urge, the aesthetic of this building. This this is the freaking coolest thing I've read so far in this book. I'm so stoked to share it. It is a haunting, a hybrid of like, traditional and then like super ultra modern construction. This is like an old, it feels like an old cathedral slapped in between two buildings. And there's just like these huge buttresses, like these very like, like onyx black shimmering, like beautiful construction, uh, stained glass windows, uh, 
and neon is just covering this thing. Purple and green neon is all on the outside of the building. And the first thing that hits you when you walk up is the entire front of the cathedral is now a skeletal rib cage, like a human rib oh, cage. I love that. That That's you will so walk, cool. you'll walk into it's these white bones that kind of curve up. And where the sternum would be in the rib cage is this circular symbol. Um, it's got like a full green like hue to it, this like neon green. And there is a uh, silhouette of a woman with a scythe just dancing mm. in this like this hole. And then on the sides, there are these two pillars that shoot up on the side of the, the cathedral with more dancers in it. Um, it is a- Is this a nightclub? It is a nightclub. Okay. And, Dude, I, uh, I'm imagining, sick. I don't know if this is accurate, but I'm imagining like neon day of the dead. Correct. Stuff. You, that is exactly oh. the vibe you get. So cool. Um, so somebody make a, does there, you guys have like a religion check or anything? Culture would work. Yeah, I think it would be culture. Um, yeah, I don't think uh, If like maybe mysticism again, Zach. But mysticism would sure. work. Okay. Culture or mysticism essentially? Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, I got a 23 culture. Okay, Ooh, great. Nice. I'll do a mysticism just in case. Uh, okay. 21 mysticism. 21, okay, great, yeah. So collectively, you guys understand that this is a symbol, that symbol of like a, a scythe carrying creature, sometimes, you know, human. Uh, to, at this moment, it is human. It's an iconography of the goddess Ergothoa. Ergothoa. Oh, yeah, shit. dude. Oh, bro, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, dude. So. Um, she's just dancing up there and the bottom half of her body is this like skeletal, like it's just like bones in the silhouette. Um, she's wearing like a jacket over and it's all, again, all silhouette, but you can see through some of the bones. Isn't Urgothoa like bad news? Urgothoa is the goddess of like um, death Disease. and Specifically disease. disease. Yeah. yeah. So as you guys, you guys approach and you yeah. come to this yeah. realization, you smell like burning plastic. Uh, this like chemical smell kind of burns your ears. It just smells toxic as you get closer. And you guys like start maneuvering through a crowd of people that's just like kind of hanging out around this outside. And uh, the bass inside this club is just getting louder and louder. And as you walk in, uh, you are just hit with this wave of, it's uncomfortable. Like the music in this place is just like, it doesn't feel like nor it's a very unsettling like club music there you walk in and are just smacked with smells and drinks and there are seven levels of this place with open balconies around every level and every one of them are just packed to the gills there's these floating dancing cages where uh like these these dancers are just like contorting and moving to the music there are people bungee jumping off the top level down into <laughs> kind of this open dance floor <laughs> and the dance floor itself is packed with people just they're dancing but it doesn't look like they're dancing they're like it looks like they're in pain almost and they're just like twitching on the dance floor make a perception check for me i feel like this place is Death metal mixed with house music mixed with MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like burning the MDMA yeah. into, the, into the air. Ursan got a five. Five. Ursan is trying trying not to touch these sweaty, nasty people. <laughs> Darkstar got a four. He's just paying Wait, less attention. Bro, than I only got a 10, dude. Is this perception? Okay. 
Perception. Yeah, perception. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the Molly's getting to our heads. The burning Molly. Would you get? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm overstimulated. Okay. It makes so much sense because all of us are just like, yeah, like physical stimulation, but PP11 doesn't have like skin. Like, <laughs> yeah. pushing past him doesn't matter. He's as just much. scanning the crowds. Yeah. Uh, upon your scan, PP11, it is apparent immediately. 96% of the patrons in this building are undead. Oh. Holy. Cool. Damn. Yeah, so you walk in here at the Revenant Surge. Is there anywhere you'd like to go? What is the oh, name of the person we're, we're, uh, we're looking <laughs> you for You were again. looking for. <laughs> Her son turns around, heads out the door. Like, oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Risha is her name. How do you spell it? R I S H A E. Where do we think she would be? Do you think we should she would be on the the seventh floor, or do you think she'd be on the first um, floor? Well, I yeah, think if she if she operates out of here, like the the bartenders probably know her. So I feel like the move is like go to a bartender and be like, we have business with you know Risha or whatever, and they'll be like fourth floor. Oh, everybody's got business with Risha. <laughs> at a nightclub, aren't there like VIP sections too? Like roped off VIP little This isn't a strip lounges? club, Chance. At a nightclub. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As you guys are kind of walking in, seeing, uh, discussing, maybe we should talk to the bartender. Uh, you notice this machine. Uh, it is a small, little, tiny, four-legged machine that kind of is bounding around the establishment and uh, rushes up to you all, and it locks eyes with Joni. And it is like, it looks like kind of like a dog, but it's actually called a squawks. And it's kind of like a, it's a Starfinder fox. That's pretty, it, it's kind of like, it, sometimes it stands on its hind legs. It's like, it's like the rocket mm -hmm. raccoon, but it's a fox. Um, but it's a it's a machine. It's an actual robot. There's no flesh on it. It's lots of metal piping. Oh, it's an and eye dog. Laser, it, it, like yellow eyes, like robotic eyes, and they kind of narrow on Joni, and it kind of like Love it. does the equivalent of a growl at Joni, and then moves slowly towards her, and then like does the dog thing where it like moves back on its hind legs and starts like shaking its tail. Joni, you know this dog. Oh. <sighs> Joni kind of like rolls her eyes and kind of walks up and I don't know exactly how you like pet a a <laughs> robo dog, but does the equivalent of like scratching behind its ears. Take a wrench and just like run it down the spine a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a Q-tip and, and like wipe out the charging port. <laughs> and she says, and she's like, Hey, Digit, where's Dizzy? The metal creature kind of, you know, sniffs around in your face and uh, turns and darts towards one of the bars off to the left side. It's this big U-shaped bar. Um, and sitting, sitting at the bar, like arms back, rested behind them, um, is a dragonkin wearing like cut off jean khaki or like a three quarter pants t-shirt with like a cake on it and a red bandana around their neck 
uh, and they just like make eye contact with you, Joni, and just kind of give you the old finger wave. <laughs> Joni kind of turns to the others and says, I've got an old contact. What, Joni? I can't hear you. The music's too loud. <laughs> I said, just follow me. <laughs> and just going to start like walking over. I think maybe like Ursan's yes. like translating for everyone because he talks directly into people's I guess I can so, so everyone just yeah, like is yelling into Ursan's ear and then he just like transmits it to everyone else. <laughs> we need to we need to use that meme of like the guy yelling in the ear of that girl at the party, like that meme thing. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so Joni kind of waves, you know, the group over to follow her over to this U-shaped um corner this little booth and you said you said dizzy is there yeah it's just a dragon kin oh it's just just dizzy Dizzy sitting there okay yeah Joni Joni approaches and does kind of like a head nod like what's up hey Joni been a while how you doing doing good you know jobs and such where's uh the crew oh um, uh, they're upstairs right now, but they should be they should be down soon. Who's uh, who's all this? What happened to the uh the girls? Yeah, I got a new, got a new crew. Oh, this is uh Dark Star. Hey, P- nice P- to meet hey. you. PP, PP eleven. Beep boop. Ersan. Hey guys. Yeah, no, uh, it's uh, it's good to see you again. Is your guys' first time here? You looked a little lost coming in. Yeah, we uh, haven't been in the down low too much. Yeah, I, I I don't, I mean, I don't care for it. I, it's kind of a bit much. And uh, they're looking like over the huge, just crowd of people. Uh, and they say, okay, like, I think they're trying a little bit too hard. And uh, I hear on the weekends, people will bungee jump down and they will just, she's like, they like lean in and they're like, just unload laser turrets on them while they're bungee jumping. Just a, oh my. Doesn't sound very, uh, very fun to me. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, what, what brings you here? You know, as well as I do, jobs take you all kinds of places. Right now we're looking for someone by the name Risha. Uh, ever heard of her? You you see their face like, kind of like change. Like oh, um, this wouldn't happen to be about the necrophages, would it? Gods, just like old times, huh? I'm listen. It went out to everybody, okay? Uh. Niv is upstairs right now. Oh, you haven't met the new captain. Yeah, we got a new captain. She's working with Risha right now. I feel like you guys are here to do the same. Yeah, and it's it's a pretty important gig for us. So... I mean, look, you mentioned old times. Just like last, or just like old times, uh, you know, business is business. So we just got here first. I'm... I'm sorry, no hard feelings, right? Yeah, of course. We'll uh, 
we'll just head upstairs and have a quick chat with Risha, and then we'll be out of here. I wouldn't recommend that. Um, Captain doesn't really usually fancy interruptions. I mean, I mean, you can knock, but don't be surprised if my pal Nimalith sticks a big old gun in your face. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a common greeting for people in our line of work. Not too worried about it. And at this point, Joni's already kind of like turned in to go up the stairs. So yourself, top floor, first confessional on the right, they just take a drink. <laughs> Joni throws a hand up, you know, still like back to her and says, good seeing you, Diz. Heads upstairs. See you, Joni. Nice to meet you guys. Darkstar nods. Uh, tele mm -hmm. Telepathically uh, beams over to Joni as we're going back towards the loud music um, and says, Hey, Joni, use the Drake, huh? Wait, what'd you say? It's hard D. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, Joni, use the Drake, huh? <laughs> oh. <sighs> They're with another... They're another Merc group. We used to run gigs, ended up brushing shoulders. They had this annoying knack of getting to jobs before me and my old crew, but not this time. We need this one. They must step aside. Well, sure we can push a bargain that Risha can't turn down, even if it means taking a little less on this one. We'll get the job. Yeah, the, the way I'm thinking, even if this new captain got in good with Risha, if we can find out what the job is, do the job faster and get back, I don't think Risha's going to mind who did it first. Or who, you know, who who made a deal. <laughs> I like the way you think. All right, question. Let's do it. Is this a situation where we are taking something and moving it? Yeah. Well, then there isn't somebody who we have to get the, she has to choose us before. We can't do the well, job faster than them and get back. Like Risha doesn't no, already we, have the phages, right? Like we have to go no, pick them she, up. Yeah, we have to go get the phages and bring them uh, back to her. Oh, we are bringing it back. Okay. Yeah. I thought so if we can like get in. Okay. Is that is that the correct assumption, Zach? That's how I understood it. Yeah. Uh, You are. There is another, the captain and probably the first mate uh, are up negotiating right now for the graphs. They're negotiating. The biggest, the negotiation process for this kind of thing is like, tell me how you're going to take my 50 tons of goods and securely and safely transport them to where I'm not going to come out. You're not having to pay for anything. It's not like you're buying them. It's like, I will make sure the deal closes and you're trying to convince like any any party that you can do it like our ship's good we have you know this advantage oh kind so of jackson's thing. right yeah this yeah, is we have a, to we, she has to choose us to to give yeah. it to us so that we can deliver it so Ooh, we need I've to interrupt them yeah yeah we yeah. have to I've got a, um two, two ideas strapping up i've got a juicy idea on the way up there two things i can do a little trick the the sexy idea that i just thought of i could do a little trick that um 10 year old chance did back when he was playing ps2 chamber of secrets you do uh there's a part in harry potter chamber of secrets the video game where you can drink apologies potion turn into a slytherin character and i just 
spammed it got caught by the prefects and just demoted Slytherin over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> so idea is what if I use my hollow thing, turn into Diz, come upstairs, walk in, act like a jackass and embarrass them, insult Risha, they lose the gig, holy, then you guys come in. Holy. That's so good. That's so or, good. Or we could just go in as us and we can just try to like out negotiate. I'm I think the first either. option is far more fun. I think it's more fun. <laughs> yeah. They did say who the new captain was, right? Niva is her name. Niva. That, and that's the only one I don't know. Right. Yeah. So you'd be able to power of deduction, figure out who captain is right away. So the question okay. is, do we introduce ourselves first and say, we're we're really good. I think you should consider us, and so that she has an alternative already in mind. Oh, yeah. Let's mm. let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. And then I because we might later. also be able to do it without that in the first place. That's like the because we can always do that second option. Uh, yeah. If we do and then they first. won't know yeah. you guys because they know me. Right. They know Joni. So right. Darkstar, you go in as captain. Joni is our charisma build, though. This might be tough. Yeah. I've got a plus one. Oh, well, we should just go for it. This is the most fun option. Maybe. I have a plus two yeah. charisma. You have plus two? Okay, okay. maybe. Cool. Yeah. Maybe PP yeah. plays. Or maybe plays. you come in like while we're negotiating. Uh, maybe you're just kind of like listening in. And if it starts to not go in our favor, maybe that's when you bust in. I like that. Potentially. Yeah, too. it's like I'm thinking like if as long as there's another option, if I sabotage enough, mm -hmm. Even though you guys aren't super charismatic, she might just go. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think our biggest advantage is our combat experience and the Oliphant. We have True. the most secure. We can transfer things probably the most securely of anyone. And and mm -hmm. there's such it, it's a big it's a big um, package to deliver, and we have this insane space that we can carry cargo. Exactly. So okay, yeah, let's do that. You guys go in. Um, I, I'm just gonna come in. I'm just gonna like time it. Like I'm gonna come in a few minutes. So you guys need to like try to get going in the first like three minutes before I come in. Uh, Zach, I like twist a knob on my Vocalmon um, and it's gonna tune to the same frequency as the comm, like the comm frequency you use for our comms. And I tell Joni that if she listens in, she'll be able to hear anything we say through. Cause I'm okay. gonna leave it on read and it's going to just take in sound so you'll be able to hear the conversation without actually having to be over here uh chance okay cool let's do it okay so you're gonna walk up this set of stairs Joni, are you you guys are walking past groups of people um Joni, you can mm -hmm. try to like peel off and then just like change real quick and then like wait uh, outside i'm the just door. gonna i'm gonna wait as Joni. okay that way I, I really don't want Diz to see right. themselves, <laughs> okay. you know? So right. yeah, okay. I'll, I'll just kind of chill. And then when I hear, I'll just kind of do a little slide of hand, kind of dip in, change, come in. Okay. Uh, so uh, you guys are walking up the stairs. And again, it's this kind of like you have to loop up the sets of staircases all the way up to seven floors. Um, and as you're passing, as you get to the seventh floor, you begin walking down the hall and seeing 
confessionals. There's like so badass gothic style confessionals and they're actual priests in each of the confessionals taking confession for certain patrons in the establishment you catch a few as you're walking by of people just blood curdling screaming and contorting in their um uh confessionals wearing these like head mounted vr goggles and if you've played cyberpunk it's the exact same thing like there are people literally pretty much you would assume paying penance for sins and atoning in virtual reality and like experiencing like nightmares and whoever whoever wrote this shit needs a hero point dude this is so yeah if you if you can't you can't tell if they're enjoying it or it's like super bad it may be a little bit of bit like mix of both and in cyberpunk it's like you're you're like reliving something that did actually happen right this is so it's this not, is like yeah. wildest dreams uh like it, it's penance it really is they describe it as penance like they're like okay you did this now you get this like this is what you have to do now um, and it is a way to rectify wrongs. But you're experiencing this happening, some people wailing off in the distance, screaming, um, and you come to the first door on the right, first confessional on the right. Do you just open it, PP11? Yeah. All right, the door folds in, exposing this beautiful room. It's different than the other confessionals that you walk by. This is kind of a, more of an office space. Uh, and there is a, immediately you're met with a, Yusoki with several ear piercings, um, medium armor, got a couple guns on her hip, and she's got a pink mohawk that goes down the back of her. Uh, it's like starts on her head and kind of goes like tails back down towards the middle of her back. And she says, Always oh, a pleasure. Uh, and she's like walking towards the door. Um, and you hear like a lady behind the desk just say, like, You cunning little rat. Uh, and they're just like he turns around. She's like, I'm hurt, Risha. I'm hurt. How could you call me that after all of these times that we've ripped each other off? <laughs> You've come into the conversation of them kind of closing the deal. What's this? Who the hell are you, Android? Beep boop. I'm PP11. And we're the young drift runners. We've come for the job that you have. We have a small ship that can carry an endless cargo. I'm sorry, son. It looks like I think you're a little bit too late. Risha says, yeah, I'm sorry. The uh, job's already been closed out. And at this point, there's another another, uh, person in the the facility. I think Darkstar puts his hand, uh, puts his hand up and says, uh, I think what my good friend here was trying to say is whatever deal you just made, I'm sure we can probably give you a little bit better of one. I heard a rip off in the conversation. We're pretty cheap. We do things, uh, for a fairly low rate and we've got a really good record on our hands. I'm just saying, Providing alternatives is always great. The market needs competition, and we're just here to provide that. There's a human in the room. Woman. If the Yusoki is moderately geared, this human is triple scary looking. 
from her. She's just packed to the gills with guns. So she puts a hand on one of them and says, are you trying to intervene? Contract's been signed. Darkstar puts his hand, Darkstar puts his hand down. There's like no, no gun there, but he puts right. his hand down, snaps, and his sniper pops into his right hand, pointing at the ground. <laughs> and he says, uh, look, contracts are made to be broken. Competition is a part of the market. And I'm just here to make sure Risha hears us out. Isn't that right? And uh, Darkstar looks up at Risha. You notice as you look at her, um, she's a Lucandrian, Lu Lusandrian. Um, but they usually have, Lucandrians have like piercing glowing eyes. It's part of their like, just genetics that they have these very like attractive eyes um and hers she no longer has those like yellow eyes they have been replaced with like mechanical eyes that have like shutters they still look like eyes but they're glowing red and there's smoke coming out of like the side of Oof. her eyes Whoa. um and as you you know you're all, you kind of notice this you're like oh shit like that's she's Candrian. um and she says i I'm really sure. I'm not sure I can help you. I already sold the necrographs to these fine individuals here. And at this, the uh, the human takes her hand off her gun, seeing you draw. We're done here. Uh, Joni, at this, like, turns the... She kind of dips into the crowd, trans transforms into Diz. Make a perception <laughs> check as you're turning the corner. Seeing if you're paying attention. Perception is a 13. Okay. Go ahead. You, so you change. Are you changing yeah. now and then kind of walking in? I change. In? Yeah, and I walk in. Okay. You're standing in the doorway. As Dizzy to the nine, you look exactly like him. All right. I, I walk in and I'm just kind of like, kind of swaying. I'm like, can you guys hurry this shit up? I've been waiting forever. Is this job really even worth it? And then she's like, oh, and kind of like looks around, like kind of shocked. Niva looks up at you and says, Dizzy, what are you doing up here? Very like through gritted teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Never. I'm just saying, this place gives me the creeps. There's like all kinds of weird skellies down there dancing. <laughs> this place is just a fucked up church. Uh, is that a slur? Give it a deception <laughs> or like an intimidation or however you. Or, yeah, skellies. a deception maybe. <laughs> Them, there's just a bunch of bonies downstairs. <laughs> um, that. Oh, uh, if it's deception. I get to I get to yeah. roll my uh, yeah. I was oh, your extra one. You're, you're faking them out. Expertise Hell for yeah. bro, bro. I oh, it's bluff. Sorry, not deception. Sorry, bluff. Thirty-one. Oh my <laughs> god, Holy. we're level three. That's I rolled a, that's I rolled a 16, 16 plus the four and the die, and then I get a plus eleven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Risha sits up and says, are they with you? It, somebody needs to answer for this. Are you, really? 
Really, that's that's the kind. This is this is exactly what I didn't want to deal with. Contractors are super unprofessional, and I hate dealing with them in situations like this. And Neva's like, "Well, calm, calm, calm down, Rich. <laughs> we can we can work this out." Ursan, you turn, and everybody in the room kind of their face changes, and they kind of furrow their brow. And as Joni is kind of making just an ass of themselves, uh, you turn to the doorway and. Dizzy's right behind. Uh, oh, fucking another no. Dizzy. Oh, no. They're like, um, Captain, I just wanted to introduce you to the crew um, of my old friend here. And the digit runs up behind <laughs> Dizzy, kind of sits at their feet. Damn you, Zach. Risha just sits and says, what the hell is going on here? Which one is the real? Who's who's who here? It, it, obviously, we've got an imposter here. <laughs> double down, double down. You're on a thirty-one. <laughs> digit, digit is now trying to figure out. Yeah, he's trying to figure out which one. Away, dude. <laughs> Listen, I, I just need to know what's what's going on. Is, is this? Reese is talking, to, uh, kind of addressing the whole group. This can't be happening in my my workspace here. I just need to know. Who who's part of which group, and do, should I be ang angry right now? The contract stands with who I I gave it over to. I, I'm done with this. I'm tired of this. Fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I I guess at this point, I think just so like Jody doesn't like, she doesn't know Joni at all yet. So, um, Joni as Diz is gonna be like. You know what? Fuck this place, and it's just gonna like march out. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Like, like I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, just like, but I'm not gonna like turn into Joni so she right. can like put right. a face to this. Right. But it's just kind of like gonna try and get out as fast as possible. Right, right, right. And, and it's just gonna like, like look at look at Diz, and uh, surely Diz has to know what's going oh, yeah. on. Oh yeah. And and then just kind of like just run out the door. Diz just kind of shakes their head and is like. Can we get out of here? I think uh, you guys have made it pretty clear about uh, where you stand professionally. They're more disappointed than anything. Fuck, dude. Beepoo, what are you, my mom? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I almost got a gun pulled on me. Looks like we know how you all deal with your business as well. Guess we'll see you around, Drake. Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> and, uh... Niva's gonna say, oh, well, no bloodshed, no harm. Yeah, off, I guess. See you around, um. Beep, beep, I don't have blood. <laughs> Do you let them leave? Do you let her leave? I mean, I guess. I'm not really trying to start anything. Like, right. ugh. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It feels like the only way we get this job is if they ain't there no more. Oh my god, Ursan! <laughs> no, Ursan's yeah. like, there's only one way this ends. No, I mean, there, there is like a, a bit of panic because like Ursan doesn't want to do that, but he's desperate. Like, this job is extremely important. It is a lead towards what he needs, and uh, and it is just walking out the door. I, yeah, I mean, like the way I see it, though, like from Joni's point of view, is like. We, we, we played our hand, we did as best as we could, 
it didn't work. So now like get out, regroup, find a new tactic right now. But like right now, we're not gonna be able to accomplish anything in this room. Yeah, if we push anymore, yeah. I'm afraid we we risk like burning a lead, you know, like we could still try to talk to Yeah, Risha, and that's, that's maybe. why that's yeah. why like Joni's like, I'm gonna like get out. And it was like, that was weird. And then Joni comes in, Risha's never seen Joni. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I'm trying right. to salvage this like shit show. Yeah. So we let them leave. Yeah, I mean, it feels like almost like yeah. what we needed them to do was they needed to start a fight with us and then we could finish it and be like, okay, we'll take the job now. Right. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to. Yeah, it's, no. it's fine. Yeah, we let okay. them go. So they'll, they'll wind out and you hear, um, uh, the human say, uh, in her, like a calm, she says, uh, <clears throat> Jinx, come pick us up. We'll be at the docking bay nearby. They walk out. At, like outside, like as, like, as, like Joni left and, and then, uh, Diz said that. I imagine, like, as they're leaving the confessional, Joni turns back to what she looks like outside the confessional. Okay. And, like, calls over to Diz and says, Hey, no hard hey, feelings. I just got to do what I got to do. This job, like I said, very important. Yeah, whatever. I mean, uh, you guys have a business to run, and that's uh, however you want to do that is fine. Um, would have expected more from a free captain, though. Come on, Digit. Just walks out. Damn. I mean, <laughs> I would have expected more from a pirate. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's exactly what a pirate would do. <laughs> and I think you would come to that conclusion. It's like, did you try to fucking kill me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As they leave, um, you're left in the room with Risha. And she says, thanks for making a... a um, gigantic scene in my office. I appreciate it. Do apologize about that, but this gig was something we really needed and had to shoot my shot. We all had to. Once again, we're sorry. Well, I but... mean, you know, that's that's fine. I, I think that's fine. I, I But I'm just, the, I just want you, like, I'm just the dealer here. You know, I just want to make sure that uh, I'm getting orders filled and that I can trust the people who are doing it. Are you are you looking are you are you looking for necrophages as well? Uh, other than I mean I have a, I have probably about half left. I have about half, uh, probably like twenty to twenty five tons left. I don't know if you guys are interested in something like that or trying to run like half a load or maybe maybe getting a portion of the the deal. I heard about this contact and uh, they might be willing to negotiate for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that would be great. Let, let me call the, the last member of my party in a year so we can uh, all be here for the, for, for a, a half deal. I, I think that'd be wonderful. And Darkstar kind of like turns to his left side and like telepathically messages yeah. Joni to come mm -hmm. in. Okay. Joni, Joni walks in and it's just like <laughs> feigning ignorance. Like, well, this is a cool office. I've never seen an office like this before. <laughs> wow. The craftsmanship. <laughs> well, this is totally the first time I've ever been in this room. Yeah. 
<laughs> Excuse me. Hey, uh, Jody. Good thing is, uh, Risha still got some necrophages that need to be delivered. Uh, it's about a half hour, so we won't make as much, but we've still got a job if they're willing to entertain us. Hey, sounds great with me. Yeah, what if are we you talking? guys have the BP for the uh, holding payment, um, we'll take out, uh, what do you say, like 10, 10 BP. And then uh, upon receipt, you guys can have it back uh, along with whatever yeah, that's, you make that's, off the uh, job. Could we know a little bit more about the contact that we'll be selling to? Uh, yes. She kind of spins around in her chair and pulls up this like digital screen and starts searching and scrolling down. Yes, you're going to actually head to a group of coordinates on Vesk 2. Oh, shit. It's about a three to six day journey through the drift. Um, if you got like a stock engine. Um, but yeah, upon receipt of these, I'll absolutely send those coordinates over to you and you can go meet um, at the drop zone. Do you have a deal? Mm -hmm. Journey's kind of thinking things over and she says, realizes they don't have any BP. And she says, actually, Nisha. Risha. We, uh, <laughs> I was thinking That's so Niv. Joni, though. That's I so Joni. Actually, Nisha. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Niv. I was thinking of Niv. Listen, yeah. Nisha. <laughs> actually, actually, Risha, we, uh, we actually spent about 10 BP on upgrading our ship, which I don't know if my associates here told you is a one of a kind ship with a uh, very special cargo system that, let's just say it's bigger on the inside. We upgraded this ship to make sure uh, no one else can get their hands on it. And I know you're a savvy businesswoman. We can't give you the deposit, but if we fail, we'll just go ahead and give you the Oliphant. Oh shit. Ooh, make a diplomacy check. Oh dude. shit. Plus, plus, they just like take a plus three on it. Also, the can, name- can I, the... can I can I bluff and just be like, I'm not giving her shit? <laughs> I mean, go Oh sure, I... yeah, if you're just lying, go ahead. No. The risks are higher, but the rewards are I mean, I, I'm better at lying than I am at making a deal. Yeah. And right. like, Joni would never mm -hmm. give up the Oliphant anyway. No, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a deal, though. Also, dropping the name, the Oliphant, like, I'm sure Risha's been hearing, like, whispers. Mm -hmm. 17 Bluff. Okay, 17 Bluff. Could okay. be worse. Um, she just kind of, I would say she looks at you, she says, that's a hell of a deal. No, I, I do run a business here. So if you're going to throw around a deal like that, we'll need to get it in writing. Um, and she pulls up a contract and begins to start typing in information. She says, well, I mean, there's always, you know, if, if you're looking for like the down payment, I could take off maybe two BP and you can always, you know, if you didn't want to get rid of your ship per se, you could sign a corpse lease. She just keeps typing. Holy <laughs> shit. She's like, I'll give you two BP for everyone that signs. Each person that signs. Beep, boop, you want my corpse? Yeah, we can find a use for that. 
So and you're not going to make that many necrograves out of it, but but you can make some cybernetics. <laughs> does so the, corpse she just eyes you with her like, like smoky red eyes. She goes, yeah. We're we're like your organ donors. If we yeah, die, yeah, yeah. Writes, writes to our dead body when like we die. Like that eyeball. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is exactly what we were talking about. PP11 starts sweating. <laughs> do we? I will do what I must. <laughs> you get okay. PP11 gets none. Ursan gets four because he's huge. <laughs> Ursan's yeah, just worth four. <laughs> um, well, PP11 wants to be worth something. He was does, does the corpse lease go away if we complete the deal, or is it like a lifetime? No, we're right. selling. We're so, oh, no. I we were, oh, yes. oh, yeah, because it's the, as the uh, deposit. It's yeah, a deposit. deposit. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. die, your body's mine. If you make yeah, it back, 100 no harm, no foul. Yeah, if we die, we're dead, dude. All right, how, what if we uh, beep boop, instead of two per, how about 10 for four? Ten, ten, what, say that again? I think it's- Instead of, instead of two each, what about we did 10 for all four? I can four? do basic math, Android. <laughs> it's, how about it's two each or four for ten? <laughs> I think it was yeah, uh, so eight. No, it's saying because you you need a you need a down payment of ten, right? She I'm, she's saying she she'll also take lowered off it. Two. Yeah, she oh, said she'll take oh, off two. Oh, max oh, it out. She's also eight. taking yes. two. She's okay. Also so taking actually, okay. yes, four for ten. <laughs> okay, gives you a small discount. Okay, yeah. Journey turns to the crew and says, "Guys, I've got the full com I've got full confidence that we're going to be in and out. PP if we die, <laughs> if we die, we die. And I think there's like a less than one percent chance it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I think Darkstar also agrees. <clears throat> okay, we got a deal." Prints out some contract and no printing, no paper here, digital contracts. Uh, as you guys are signing and typing away, um, you see her eyes flicker like a different color. They like switch to blue and then green. And then she says, One moment, hold on just a second. And she like turns down and just like starts talking to herself. And you see her eyes change back from green to red. And her whole demeanor changes. No, the skin dude. tone that she has is just broiling, vibrant red. And she says, that two-timing, double-dealing, swindling. And she just grips the table and she goes, she ripped me off this whole time. She was had, she and her witch warper were up here chatting it up downstairs. Their pilot was stealing the black hearts from my storage yard. And you, and she looks at you, Joni. She says, you. You're gonna help me get them back. <laughs> I, I I don't have your necrographs, and I don't know where you can get them. But she types up. She just prints off the name. She prints off a name and hand or like skits it over to your data pad. She goes, "Your buyer is Riken Vool. He runs a necro fart, necro forge in the sparks. <laughs> necro farts. <laughs> um, All farts are necro farts. It's like um, uh, when you um, <laughs> no." <laughs> Now you have like stomach problems and you could get somebody else's like stomach bacteria that's supposed to like help you. Necro fart. That's it. Oh Necro my God. It's, it's actually, uh, you can get it off, off this shelf. Uh, she, she says to you all that 
literally the crew of the Winter Morn came in, distracted her, and then their pilot was robbing her. So Holy they have just jacked wow. all I of the necro I expect more graphs. from a free captain. Yeah, my yeah. Ass. <laughs> they have <laughs> stolen the shipment so she does nothing as you guys are signing she's just deleting contracts she says yeah go get it back and i will pay you an extra five bp on top of what you get back because this is no longer about doing the job this is about getting back at the scum but they from what she's been told they're on their way um they're already headed to the seller uh or the buyer uh jenna you about to say something to risha uh, yeah, I mean, Joni just throws her head back and is laughing and <laughs> just like laughing to herself and then like looks at Risha, sees how mad she is, isn't going to be like insulting and it's like, listen, I'm the best person to get your stuff back. I know exactly how they work and exactly where they're going. And she just like accepts the data pad offer. <laughs> Darkstar leans in uh, to Risha and lowers his voice um, and says... Look, I know that you kind of need us right now. I don't want to twist your arm, but we need something from you, too. If we get this done, we've got some information we're in dire need of. And all I'm hoping is you'll be able to give it to us if we scratch your back and maybe you'll scratch ours. Her demeanor shifts just a little bit just a little bit kind of slipping back into businesswoman mode she says you finish the job you pay me what's mine you take what's yours i'll tell you anything you want dark star looks over at uh ursan and nods so he knows mm-hmm. that's what i was talking about <laughs> yep she reaches her hand out for a handshake PP11 goes first. <laughs> PP11 from downtown dive arms yes. sweeps out of the way and goes for the handshake. And we're going to fade out with the strong handshake of PP11 and Risha. And that is episode 17. Okay. Episode name. Ursan's about to kick some ass. Episode name. <laughs> I think I think Darkstar is contracts are made to be broken. Yeah. <laughs> the coolest line. <laughs> Uh...